1: Hi everyone, it's Natalie, Natalija, it's Nat. We're chatting with Nat. And today we have the honor of having singer-songwriter Ada Leanne. Ada Leanne is a 16-year-old indie pop artist from Southwest Michigan. She started professionally singing about three years ago but has been singing for as long as she can remember. She started releasing music in November of 2019 and has released a multitude of original songs and cover songs since then. One of her biggest projects was her EP, Young Love. It came out in early November of 2020. When writing the EP and all of her her original songs, uh, Ada says she tries to be relatable and honest. She hopes everyone can relate and understand her music in whatever way they choose to interpret it. So let's give a round of applause for Ada. is? Don't
0: you Hi, just guys? <laughs> don't
1: you just love that button? It's a button. I do. It like you, you feel. You feel like you're at a concert. Uh, you are the star. So, and I want everybody to feel comfortable and loved, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm glad it had that kind of effect, so uh, how's everything going with you since the last time we spoke?
2: It hasn't been too long, but you know, it's been going, life's been good.
1: Well, I'm glad to hear it.
2: Weather's getting nice over here, so I'm very excited for that.
1: Yeah, I'm in Maryland, and it's been really nice. This I think tonight's supposed to storm. It's actually been pretty hot. It's been weird. Yeah. And then in the next couple of days, it's supposed to it's supposed to get a little bit cooler. You know, you, you just never know what's going to happen in a pandemic anymore. You just never know, right? It's just cray. cray. How's my
2: friend Kyle? <laughs> oh goodness, he's he's okay. He was pretty pumped. I called him after the last show, and he was like she really liked me. <laughs> like, yeah, I know.
1: I did. I
2: loved them.
1: Those are the kind of, This is the, those are the kind of friends you want to keep. The ones that don't try to right. embarrass you. You're, you're kind of cool, but you, you love them because they're just being themselves. I mean, I think authenticity is one of the greatest things that we have in our lives that we can be. And that's why I loved you as an artist, because you're very authentic.
2: Thank you very very authentic okay let's let us begin the questions uh
1: so what's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career now you just started really. <laughs> but <laughs> there's something in that you might have wanted to know yeah
2: i think that oh man i'm still learning now so it's kind of hard to put a like a one thing on it because I obviously still don't know what I'm doing um but I'm still learning to be like I you said that you like me because I'm very authentic learning to be authentic with myself and sometimes it's difficult because you want to please other people and you get attention for certain things mm-hmm. and not other things and so sometimes it's difficult to be authentic but you have to find a way to be authentic and I wish I knew that from the ultimate very beginning when I started doing all this.
1: Yeah, you'll learn that throughout this entire journey, no matter how old you are, how much experience you have, you will continuously learn about many things in the music industry. You know, one of the biggest things mm-hmm. that I've is I've learned to really research people. So if somebody, a lot of people have come to me, oh, we can offer you this, a label, blah, 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 contract. I do my research on them and see because there are a lot right. of a lot of scammers and they say they'll offer you the mm-hmm. moon and you really can't do any of it <laughs> and then they want right. to and then the kicker is they'll say well i can do this for you you have to pay me five thousand dollars and it's like no dude mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we don't have to pay for anything for crap because that's not how these things go and sometimes they can look at an individual and just think that they're so dumb that they'll never realize that the that they're trying that they're trying to get take advantage of us so that's the thing oh, yeah. that you know that I <laughs> always look out for and I'm like well half the things you do I could do myself
2: oh okay <laughs> so what does your <laughs> what do you, your music say about you well my music currently like what I have out I think is it's like really true to my age and like what I'm going through. I feel like it's very relatable to not only like people my age. So like, obviously I named it young love because it's obviously like teen fling kind of stylistic um, idea. Um, But also I thought it was cool because I feel like it's kind of like the, kind of like the Taylor Swift thing where you can look back at all of her songs and, you know, even though you're not her age um, and that age anymore, you kind of can have a remembrance on it. And I get that a lot from a lot of people. So I just love the relationship sort of young love kind of music. And so I think that that's something I'm going to stick with for a really long time. Awesome. I can't
1: wait to hear more of your own own music. Do you have a favorite? If so, can you pin down why it's your favorite? Which song of yours is your favorite and why?
2: fluctuated a lot like when I first released uh the EP my favorite Mm -hmm. was definitely I love you um and it was just because it was really raw and I've always loved doing really raw kind of production stuff and it was really real and we didn't do a lot of rewriting when I went into the studio for it and it was just kind of like bringing a demo to life without changing it and I really liked that effect but coming out of it i love you is still like a very vulnerable song and like a song that i really love but um i have to say probably young love is my favorite that i've released so far now
0: awesome
1: um do you enjoy recording in production i do
2: i love watching it again i think i mentioned this on the live that we did right. last week um but i've i've always loved the production and trying to be a part of the production when i first started it was mm-hmm. really difficult for me to be a part of the production cuz i didn't know my producer that well so i mm-hmm. felt sort of out of place sort of right. weird about trying to be involved in it cuz obviously i didn't know what i was talking about but um my producer is really open with me um offering um some ideas for production and reference songs right. and just he tries to let me be a part of it as much as i can and i think it's really cool to watch a song come together like that yeah it
1: is i know when i go uh to my music producer's uh studio it's just interesting just to watch him put everything together i'm like well i want this mm-hmm. instrument i want that and he puts everything together in like two <laughs> minutes i'm just like uh right. i need to learn how to do this because it's awesome right oh my god <laughs> and there's so much involved and you're just like how did you just do that like i can
2: yeah I, yeah
1: I unfortunately don't play an instrument i need to learn like i keep saying i'm gonna do it um <laughs> when i see all these i see all these people playing instruments i'm just like oh my gosh i just gotta get this done and i will do it <laughs> um who would you like to collaborate if you want to collaborate with anyone and why
2: Mm. Like on a song or just like a performance type thing?
1: I either or.
2: Okay. So, for a song, I think it would be super cool to do something with like Gracie Abrams or like even for Gracie Abrams for like a vocal track and then for like a writing thing, it would be so dope to do something with Bonnie Bear or mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah, that, those are the dynamos.
0: Yeah,
1: writing <laughs> writing with Taylor Swift would be very interesting. Oh, yeah. I would love to know what goes on in her head and how she goes about, like, how her writing structure is. Um, oh, I
2: always want to know that.
1: I mean, obviously, she digs from, digs deep from her own personal experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think she's done a lot of that with her later albums, and she's done a little bit of that in her earlier albums. But I would love to understand her process um, because you know what she, what she writes is very deep, and yeah. and a lot of I, I think she actually should do a class on it
2: if she had time.
1: I think so too. Uh, she's what,
2: such a busy person. yeah yeah. she's and the thing is what I
1: like about her is she's very hands on when she's touring like she, she's Mm -hmm. extremely technical she's the one that does all the stage productions she knows what she wants where the lights go and stuff like that so she's extremely involved it's not that she gets to uh, a venue and she's like okay I'm just ready to perform no she's involved in every aspect of her tour and that says a lot Mm -hmm. about her she's a great entrepreneur and she's a obviously a very empowered female artist.
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: So, yeah, she would be the one. How do you advertise your music? I know your your parents take care of a lot of stuff for you, um, but how do you try to get your music out there?
2: So, especially during the pandemic, it's been kind of difficult because all last year, even any of the shows I had been signed up for um, were all canceled. So, um, I've really been working on like social media presence recently and trying to really focus on and hone in on that. Cause you can definitely find such like a large audience on social media. Um, and so I've actually been trying to play a little bit on Instagram. I've been posting a lot more original songs. Cause when we first started the pandemic, I never posted original songs cause I thought that I wasn't allowed to, for whatever reason, I thought like they could be stolen or something. Right. So I was afraid to. So, but ever since, like, I've been posting so many original songs on TikTok and on Instagram and putting them on my Facebook. And that's been getting me a lot of people who are interested in my writing as well, which has been really cool.
1: Yeah, so our IG Live, I did post it on our uh, Sisters in Music TikTok page. And I believe, I want to say it's gotten over 100 160 views. Um, so people have looked at it on your. I I, I, tagged you on there. I try to do that for everybody that does an ID live. Obviously, I can only do one minute of it. If a person performs, yeah, um, great. I can just do one minute clip, and hopefully somebody say, "Oh my God, I gotta go find out who that is and listen to her play." My God.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) so that's the whole point of that. Um, because Sisters in Music, you know, we're here to show that together we are stronger, and that you know the, the. The platform is big enough for all of us. It just is. There's thousands. The the world is huge. It's our oyster, as they say. And so, you know, (laughs) there's no reason why anybody should be in competition. That being said. Right. How how do your friends about your whole music career?
2: My friends are really sweet. You know, I've ran into trouble with certain friends who Mm. I've had to... Um, unfortunately, let go of in my life because, you know, they, I find that a lot of the times I'll make friends with people who hold me back rather than helping me to grow and helping me to thrive in what I do. And it's been something really difficult for me being 16 to be able to understand and realize that. And a lot of times I hold on to friendships that maybe aren't so good for me, but I'm getting a lot better with that. And, um, you know, a few friends is good for me. And uh, I'm keeping the people that are going to help me grow in my life.
1: You know, it's so sad you got to do that at a young age, because let me tell you, when you get older, it doesn't change. You're always, no matter what in life, I don't care what age you are, you are always learning who to keep in your life Mm -hmm. and who not to keep in your life. And just like you, uh, these past six years have been horrendous. (laughs) And I've had (laughs) to... uh, you know, some friends I had to say goodbye because those friends were not supportive. They were negative. And there's a lot of things I found out about some of these friends. And I think it's truly sad. I'm a person that's extremely honest. I don't hold anything back. I don't think I need to. I'm not mean. Unless right. you push me. Unless you push me. You're know. <laughs> <laughs> a passionate and loving person. I'm, I love to help other people. And, and I think uh, that loving to help other people sometimes gets me into trouble. Because I think a lot oh, of yeah. people take advantage of that, and then sometimes you have friends that are um, jealous of where you are in your life, and so they lash out at yeah. you in different ways. You know, sometimes, oh, you think you're better than us, that, that, that. It's like, dude, it's like that's not, e- I, that's not even my, my thought form. I'm a very humble person. I don't even talk about the awards that I have, um, But that I have right. to post. I have to post them. Because that's the whole social media crap that we have to do. Because we have to show the right. world what we've done and what we've accomplished. And then so some people take that and they just twist it around, making you feel like dirt because you're doing what you're supposed to do for your career. So I totally get the fact
0: that
1: you had to let some of your friends go. No, I completely understand. It's just necessary. And yeah. It's Project but necessary. All right, so I'm going <laughs> to play Over This. Tell us what Over This is about.
2: So Over This is a song that I wrote about feeling um, like you were sort of in a relationship or a friendship that you could never quite be good enough for this person. And huh. I kind of wanted to write it and base it on the fact that, you know, you blamed yourself for it. Um, and then you finally came to realize that it was never you. And there's nothing that you could really do to be good enough. So the only thing that's left to do is just be yourself and move on. Um, and just say you're over it, I guess, and get on with your life. Um, I like the, it. Sort of the I whole like idea. It. Get over it and get on with your life. I
1: like it. All right. Well, we're going to have a word from our sponsor, <laughs> and then we'll play the sound.
2: Okay. Hi, this is Nikki Chris, and I host a podcast called Mixin' It. Mixin' It focuses on women in the music, entertainment, and the performing arts. Our goal is to provide an avenue for industry veterans and -and up-and-coming artists, musicians, engineers, and producers to showcase their talent. Listen to Mixin' It on Monday Music Madness at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sim Radio Network.
0: (laughs) Like, I'm over this. I'm done. I don't... I don't understand how somebody can make me this sad when they're not even my friend anymore. You play games with me. You mess with my...
1: I love that. I might have to to play that song on Facebook and dedicate dedicate it to somebody. (laughs) Sam, over this. Damn it. (laughs) No, I'm totally serious. I mean, the words speak volumes. There's so many people that I could play that song for. (laughs) And two, um, you know what I mean. Um,
2: I know what you mean.
1: So how important is it to you to be seen as a true artist? And what I mean by that, obviously, you're a beautiful girl. And sometimes, you know, people can look past your artistry and just see this beautiful, talented woman. Um, So how important is it for you to be seen as a true artist, like as a true musician?
2: I think it's really important for me. And I guess everybody's definition of that is different Mm -hmm. um but it's very important to me and I I love I I really just strive to be taken seriously and I feel like a lot of the time it's hard to be taken seriously especially at my age and being a woman um it's it's you know we got like a double homicide going on um and so sometimes it can be difficult you know people who go to my school don't take me seriously um a lot of them tell me I'm a try hard or I'm like a wannabe like you know really it's really it's difficult because that's just how people look at me and you know um you know i just want to be taken seriously and there are plenty of people that support me in my school so it's not like i don't have anybody that um doesn't see me as a real artist but um that's what i strive for and i'm you know you just got to try to ignore people who again aren't supporting you and, mm-hmm.
1: Don't people have better things to do <laughs> than Facts. to say to somebody, oh, you're trying too hard, or you're just a wannabe, or you're this, or you're that? Why can't people just say, God, I'm so happy for you that you're following your dreams? I mean,
2: you would think. is it
1: that hard to just be happy for somebody? I just, Apparently. Somebody- <laughs> Well, and you know what's sad about that? Obviously, you're very you're a very strong woman, but they might have said yeah. that to somebody else, and that that person might decide to kill themselves because of the fact that people are being so mean and just negative. People oh, really need to really start thinking about the things that they say to people when they're jealous, because when you say yeah. stuff like that, it's more about the person saying the stuff than it is about you. It's basically how insecure they feel about themselves and that's the thing that people need to remember if anybody's ever trying to bash you, it's really not about you. They're just jealous of the fact that you're doing something with their life that they wish
2: they could, but they can't. Yeah.
1: You know? So, kudos for you for being strong and you know, just ignoring the whole negative, jealous gamut of people that don't want to see you rock and <laughs> your stars your stars are already rising. Um so screw them. All right. <laughs> so what is on on your agenda for the next twelve months? What do you have planned out for your music career?
2: All right. I have a couple of things. I have no promises, no dates or anything that I'm really set in stone on. Um, but I am supposed to be having a few more covers coming out. I plan to release a brand new EP, hopefully at the end of this year. And I'm going to try, I'm trying, I'm not quite sure if it's going to work out, but this summer I'm learning to use my own equipment and I'm going to try to release some music outside of my producer, um, more low profile, um, kind of stuff but i'm very excited um to see if maybe i can release some of my own stuff my own produced stuff um i gotta learn how to work this equipment but i am i'm very confident that i will be able to do it
1: oh i'm i am too i am too i'm like (laughs) your leader behind you every time you're doing it just think of me with my pom-pom thing you can (laughs) you've got this no i believe that you can and kudos to you because I've always wanted to, you know, at one point I bought um, Logic Pro, and I was like, oh, I'm going to learn this stuff, and I'm going to do it, now. I didn't have any, no time to do it. I still have it on my, <laughs> my computer, I, and then I got Able. well, I got Ableton first, and then I got Logic Pro. Ableton is a little bit easier, and I was just like, I'm going to mm-hmm. do this thing, and then, yeah, you know, I've, the first time I wrote a song, I wrote it on GarageBand, and back then. <laughs> GarageBand
2: my- is so hard, too.
1: Well, but the thing is, okay. So let me explain. So Garage Band wasn't as technical as it is now. So basically, when I and it's my song called Mission, and so I I created it from my iPad, and that iPad was the first gen first generation iPad. You see how old I am? Ancient. <laughs> first generation iPad, and I was like, and I can't play an instrument, but I put these beats together, put a drum. And a piano beat, and I'm like, okay. And it was like a little keyboard on the on the screen of the iPad, and I'm just hitting you know, things. And I'm like, oh my god, this actually sounds good. Oh my god, this is the first song I've ever produced <laughs> myself. And I was so proud of myself. And then recently, I went into GarageBand, and it changed. I'm like, how, how it did you, Oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, no. Um, okay. I'm just gonna have to take time and try to do it. Um. <laughs> Now when did you start writing music?
2: Um, I think I started I wanna say fourth or fifth grade. I've always really loved poetry and so that's where I kind of sprouted from was I wrote so much poetry. I still love and do write tons of poetry. Um, but I started trying to put some of my poems to music. Um, I think the first song actual song I ever wrote was in sixth grade when I had barely known how to play the piano. So the keys are so stiff and there was like 20 second breaks between each chord. Um, <laughs> it was not a great song,
0: but um,
2: you know, we got, I got better. We got, we figured it out. We grow, we grew, we growed, we grew. <laughs> hey,
1: you can make up. A- um,
2: no, I, I, you
1: know what? You and I are very much alike. Cause I started out by re- writing, a poetry my poetry was extremely spiritual and then my parents were like why don't you turn some of those well i wrote spiritual i did i released this for uh, a spiritual poetry book but i had all these other poems that i had written uh for the longest time and my parents were like why don't you take them and do a demo and i did uh, my father also sings so i used his producer and but i wasn't really ready to put it out there in the world and um right just stayed there because I was going through a lot in my life and then one day I woke up and I was like okay I'm gonna put it down in the internet world and that's how my music career started uh do you think you'll put some of the poems that you wrote into a book
0: like
2: I've actually been doing a lot of thinking about that recently because I decided to take like a creative writing class this year because no. I just enjoyed writing so much so so I was like let me just take this class and basically we just write a bunch of poetry in that class. Right. So it's a great class for me. I get to thrive in there and it's really awesome. And everybody keeps asking me, are you going to write a book? Are you going to like write, like do a poetry book? And I'm like, maybe I should like, <laughs> I was
1: no, you, should. you definitely should. So one of the things that I've learned, um, doing music is that if we have other stuff that we want to do, I mean, it's all, it's all correlated. It's all one big happy family. Yeah. But if there's something else that, another product that can correlate with your music that you put out there, that's actually a very good idea. Like one of the things I'm planning on doing is I plan on releasing a book, but mine's more, more because I'm so into these quotes now, these inspirational quotes, mine is going to be a book of quotes that I come up with. I and mean, some other stuff in there as well. And but I think it would be great if you could do something like that. And like me, I want to do a hardback book because I want it to be like a coffee table type of thing. But that would yeah, be awesome. yeah. I mean, and you can you can self publish. I mean, there's like Book Baby. You can do it through Amazon.com. I'm sure some publisher would want to put it out. So I think that's something you, you should consider. Get get the best of get the best poems that you have. And turn it into a book, and I'm sure that people will want to buy it.
0: Um, you can say, you well, about this.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could say, "Well, this poem is about this song." I mean, you could correlate it like with your your new EP, and you could say, uh, "Over this is about this poem," and I felt about and in and, and before each poem, you actually could write a little story about why you wrote the poem, just giving you some ideas. I've been on this giving ideas kick for. For the past week, I know it's because I was telling this other lady uh, something she should do. She's like, oh, my God, I never thought about that. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> I de- definitely should pursue it. Also, because that is the, that's how you start it, is by writing the poetry. Yeah. And, then, and because you have a love for poetry. And then from that point on, while you're doing music, and I'm, I'm just taking you into the future, you could do, like, short stories. I don't know if you like to write short stories um about your experiences or things that come up in your head i don't know just some ideas ada um (laughs) something to think about you know because uh one of the young ladies that i interviewed one of the things she did she created a lipstick this is kingsley she created a lipstick line but each lipstick represents the name of her single and i thought that was brilliant that's cool yeah and then it was really cool yeah, you can't drink. So, but the thing I told her to do, you should get get like a create a wine, a wine line that you could pair with the song and the lipstick. And she's like, oh my god, that's such a good idea. So I have a bunch of people uh, that may that may come out come out with wine now just because I'm just like you got. <laughs> yeah, but but totally think about the book idea because you can do it while you're you know while you're um working on the new EP while you're pushing the current EP. Cause I see that you have a lot of talent and I, it would be a shame that people couldn't really see your poetry. Um, so and then, yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to play young love. Tell us what that's about.
2: All right. So young love, I wanted to be um, obviously a summer song um, you know, the lyric is literally the summer we were in Young Love, so I wanted it to be a song that could take you back to a summer fling sort of idea that, you know, didn't quite ever work out, but <laughs> you kind of wonder what would happen if it did, um, and wonder what would happen if you guys were still together now. So, that's what Young Love's about. Hope you guys like it. I'm sure everybody's going to like it. All right, this is Young <laughs>
1: my
0: head. So when you
1: have a song and when you can get a song you get stuck in somebody's head, I mean you're doing it. You are it. Now I'm just going to be thinking Ada. Ada, Ada, That's all I'm going to be thinking. Oh my gosh. It's just crazy. I mean what I love about you is that you can really feel the emotions when you sing. It's like it's extremely authentic. Like I could relate even though I'm older than dirt. I can relate to <laughs> what you're going through in that song. And that's what I look for in an artist. I mean, I don't even listen to the melody that much anymore. I really listen to the lyrics because I want to know how deep that artist went with her with her writing. Yeah. Um, is she being honest? Is it, you know, is it the per- purpose for charting? You know, and it's okay to want to chart and win awards and all that stuff. And that's fine, but I just love an authentic, honest to goodness musician, artist, because you, like we said on Instagram Live, you want to be able to relate to that person. You want to be able to say, oh my God, thank you mm-hmm. so much, and my God, I, I really have to to find her, message her on Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, wherever, and just say, thank you for your music, because you knew what I was going through. It's just—it's almost like you're saying to me. And then when you can hear that from another person, it's like the—it's like the best thing you could ever, ever hear.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Now, what is the weirdest or craziest thing that has happened, or interesting thing that's happened when you've performed live, if anything at all?
2: Most interesting thing that's happened to me live hmm. I don't know has anything really interesting happened to me live I don't know <laughs> you're
0: like <laughs> live
2: more I, the more weird like crazy stuff normally happens online because people can hide who they are but right I don't know if anything so crazy crazy's happened to me live actually all right,
1: that's okay. You know, somebody asked me the same question like something weird and I'm like I can't even say. I said, "No, I think I said my gigs have been, you know, normal. I mean, there might have been situations yeah. where the mic might have not worked correctly or they started playing my tracks and it wasn't the correct track, but other than that, it's been pretty clear and easy-peasy." Um, so, Let's
0: what, it that way?
1: Yeah, no. You know. <laughs> it's just there's something weird that happens though. It's a great story to tell. Uh, nothing, yeah. Too nothing too weird.
2: Um,
1: what are your ambitions as a songwriter
2: and musician? My ambitions. So, um, I love writing, obviously. Um, and that's why I was thinking this summer it would be really cool for me to be able to. Um, one of my biggest goals right now is to try to do my own sort of at home. <laughs> Right. album, lost recordings kind of thing because I just think that when I go into the studio, I have to change the song to format um you know, with my producer to format a certain type of writing structure and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of the time, I'm very happy with what I bring in. Um, And, you know, my producer, Carter, we make it so good, and I love him so much, and we do make great music together. But sometimes I think it would just be cool to sort of do an album that's untouched by anybody except me. Um, And just be super raw, super authentic.
1: I love it. I can't wait for that album. I love that kind of stuff. Oh my God, you're giving me. Um,
2: I can't wait. Uh, you're
1: just. We're so, we have a lot in common in that sense because I always tell people, you know, I don't like something that's overproduced. I love stuff that's mm-hmm. extremely raw. Um, I love stuff where you can hear cracks in the background or some kind of weird stuff that, but that makes it extremely authentic. It's like you're actually right. In Moment where when that person recorded that song, so you're actually feeling everything that that um, artist is going through at that time. Um, When I recorded uh, my song, I am, um, it was not like that. But the the main thing was, is that you know my producer, I said I want these instruments in it, this kind of melody, blah blah blah, and he put everything together and he said, okay, let's let's test it out, and then I sang it and I only did it in one take. It, which is rare, rare for me because I usually do it over and over again. Um, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not picky at all, though. I'm not picky at all. There's some certain things I'll say, eh, Yeah. let me try this again. But this one song, it was pure and utter raw emotion. So what people hear um, from the album is literally me just, you know, uh, expressing myself about, you know, the racism in the world and all kinds of things. And those are the songs that really touch people so i love the fact that you want right. to you, you are going to create an album that's so raw that people are just gonna be like wow we need more of this so
0: mm-hmm. i'm so excited
1: you. yeah no i'm excited for you i can't wait uh, <laughs> What what would you say for the three people who have been the most influential to you
2: mm. okay let me think about this There's a lot of different answers for this one. I would say top influential artists. I'm going to do writing and music, like musicianship separate. So I'll do a few for writing, a few for musicianship. Um, For writing, I think Taylor Swift, obviously, great great writer. Um, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, I love her. She's so awesome. And probably, I would say, I would also say Gracie Abrams for Mm -hmm. writing as well. I'm going to put her in musicianship too, because I love her music as well. So I'll go with her as well for musicianship. Um, Oh my gosh, you know what? That would probably be like top three for both. So there you go. I like it. You know, you just told us what you
1: like. That's awesome. Now tell everybody where they can find you on the internet.
2: All right. So you guys can find me on Instagram at @ada.lean. You guys can find me on Facebook at Ada Leanne's Music. And if you guys want to find me on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, and any other streaming platforms that you can listen to my original songs and covers on, you guys can find me at just Ada Leanne.
1: Love it, and you know you can just Google Ada Leanne because she's all over the place, and you don't want to miss what she's creating. <laughs> what she's already created because she's an authentic, uh, empowered woman that is doing her thing. And anybody that's jealous of her can, can just go away. Uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Ada, for being on Chatting with Nat on Vlog Talk Radio, and thank you for the Instagram Live again. Don't forget. I want to do an Instagram live with you and Kyle. Yes, I was on. I was serious about that. So one day, let's set that up. We'll just have a good old fun time. Just, you know, getting to know the your friendship.
2: <laughs> All right, I'll have to let him know.
1: Yeah, no, definitely let him know. Thank you so much. I hope you have an awesome week and an awesome weekend because we're almost there. Yes, you
2: too. Thank you so much
1: oh thank you all right everybody that was ada leanne she's a fabulous person you have to listen to her music she's authentic she's it so follow her go to www.adaleanne.com this is chatting with nat until next time chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard.